Cats Community and Conversations, a weekly podcast dedicated to Medicine Hat and the surrounding area, hosted by Linda Tooth and Michelle Marshall. Stay tuned for more. Hello, Linda. Hello, Michelle. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. How are you today? I'm really good. Great. Welcome back to Cat's Community. And conversation, and boy, have we got a conversation. We do have a conversation. Yeah, but I'll let you introduce it. Well, you know, there's been a lot of controversy around the trap-neuter release program mm-hmm. that went to council and things like that. Uh, so I think in honor of Bob Barker's passing, who was a huge advocate for having your pet spayed or neutered, um, we should talk about that journey because it was quite a journey that you and other members of the community went through to see a rainbow at the end of the rainstorm. Yeah, and it was a shitstorm. Let's call it what it was. Shitstorm, I like that. (laughs) So, you know, when I think back, I mean, we're at the end of August and this probably started for me. Actually, I was just looking back through my photos and pictures and I think it was June, Mm -hmm. May, June-ish. So, to back it up even a little bit further, um, I did a Pechacucha night. Yes. Yeah, so I did this presentation. And now what's Pechacucha for those so who maybe haven't heard of it? Yeah, it's a great way to present information, kind of like a kind of like PowerPoint but a little bit more advanced than PowerPoint. Okay. And the idea behind a Pechacucha night is it's 20 seconds, 20 slides. Oh, okay. So each slide you present is behind you and you've got 20 seconds to talk about it and it just automatically advances. Gotcha. Okay. Right? Okay, so, but your back is to it, you can't really see what's going on, but you do this presentation. So I did this presentation on CATS, the SPCA, uh, the work that we're doing there, and a couple came up to me at the end of the presentation and said, I really think we need to connect. Mm -hmm. Um, We're feeding uh, these feral cats in the community, and I really think that you need to join our team. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh my gosh, okay, well, I didn't know that there was an issue. Um, I know there's an issue out in Redcliffe, where I live, but I work in Medicine Hat, and so I joined them. Um, on a little tour mm-hmm. of this feral community that they're looking after. And from that, it grew into, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to start helping out and do some feedings because these people have spent thousands and thousands of dollars feeding these cats. I think they've been doing it for probably about 15 years. Now, this is Janet and, and Judy, Judy, right? Okay. We did have on our show. Yeah. Right. So I tagged along with Judy and her husband, and they showed me these five feeding stations that they look after. And then I said, you know what? I really wanted to be a part of this. So I'm going to go get some food, and or they had food they donated, whatever it was, and we divvied it up, and then I started in on this feeding. So we feed five feeding stations twice a day, mm-hmm. seven days a week. Right. So it's a lot of work, and mm-hmm. these women have spent a lot of time and a lot of money um, building condos for the cats. They've insulated them for the winter time. Um, like like he- it's just amazing, and like even heated like he- water yeah. dishes and water stuff dishes like that for heated. winter time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I went out one day, and it was a Wednesday. I'll never forget it. And um, got to my first feeding station, and everything was fine. Went and did the other four. Fine. Leave there. Go to work come back because I went also doing the evening feedings and it was just after four o'clock and it was hot because it's been effing hot here in the hat this summer. We can say it's been fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) It has been. And I pulled up to the first feeding station and I thought, got out, got the food already. And I thought, what, what is that? 
laying on the rocks. Like, that wasn't there this morning when I was here. I went over and discovered that a, a mother cat had given birth between the time that I left and the time that I got back. And she had dropped the kittens. Mm-hmm. Now it's in an industrial area. So chances are the workers uh, probably scared her. She dropped them. I'm hysterical because I don't know what to do with these kittens that are on rocks that are trying to come out of the area. They're looking for their mother. Um, I phoned our vet tech at the SPCA. I'm like, what do you want me to do? She says, you need to back off. They'll be fine. Yeah. I said, okay. So I'm angry that these kittens are on the rocks. It's hot. I, like, I'm pissed off that the meeting with the city, at the first city council meeting I went to two days prior had not gone well. Uh, they didn't know what Farrell was. Like, it was just a shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recorded this video, and, I, and I, I just remember saying, shame on you, City of Medicine Act counselors. How can you allow this to happen? Because originally they wanted the bylaw to go back for review, come back to see us in six months. And I'm right. Like, how many more cats are going to have kittens? How many more are going to die? Right. So I made this video. I was very emotional. People tell me it was raw. I'm hysterical. I'm pissed off. Now, with the bylaw that was originally in place, it yeah. was basically two bylaws put it together. Was, yeah, right? it, is so, it was such an old bylaw. Yeah. It, it was this bylaw, this responsible animal ownership bylaw. That's right, yeah. That tnr was a part of it and also this dog off-leash area was another part of it right and we couldn't amend one without amending the other and so come back to us in six months we'll take a look at it then and i left city hall my very first ever council meeting and i was pissed off Mm -hmm. so then i go out feeding wednesday and i discover these kittens and i remember picking one up because it was trying to get off the hot rocks and come through the chain link fence. Obviously it sensed probably I was there and I thought, Oh my God, either I'm going to drive over it. A worker's going to drive over it. And I remember picking this little kitten up and I thought, Oh, you poor sweet thing. You've got twigs to attach to your feet because it's an industrial area and rocks and twigs or whatever, but it wasn't twigs. It was the umbilical cord. Mm. So now I'm really pissed. Yeah. So yeah, I, I pick it up. I put it back through the chain link fence I get into my car and I am disgusted. I'm pissed off. Mm -hmm. And I have lost my ever loving mind. I'm crying. I'm like, I'm just done. So I posted this video and I'm not a social media expert like you are. Like you, (laughs) you, you know, the tools and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I hit post or post. Yeah. And my settings were public. Yes. Not private. Yes. And it went viral. Yes, it did go viral. It went viral. I had people reaching out to me from Toronto. God bless the people in Ontario, but Medicine Head is not close to Toronto. <laughs> this woman said, I'm sure you're close to Toronto. No, actually no. we're not, but no, whatever. A few thousand miles yeah. away. Yeah. Um, but I had people reaching out to me. My mother-in-law in England saw, like, it was just, the impact was unbelievable. And from that, this whole shit storm started. <laughs> yeah. So I'm back at city council meetings People are outraged that the city council won't move on it because people are animal advocates, right? We, we love, 100%. the majority of us love our animals, Absolutely. right? And we want to see them looked after, taken care of, vet checked, whatever. Mm-hmm. So when they saw my video and they saw the picture of these kittens, um, people reacted. The outrage was immense. I don't know how else to describe it. Right. So back to city council, we go city council's now going to move on it. Cause let's be honest, everybody, this is their political career, mm-hmm. right? If they don't do something, mm-hmm. they're not getting back in. That's just the way it is. Right. And a petition was also started petition regarding was this also too, started, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has 
more of, it's just gone so much more than what I ever thought it could be. Yeah. So then back to city council meetings and happily, I think I've attended five, mm-hmm. five or six city council meetings. I've been to a few. Um, this on the 21st of August, it um, was amended to just be the trap, neuter, and return program. Yes. And the dog off-leash area is another separate bylaw that the city will right. deal with. But right. for right now, we're worried about the TNR. So trap, neuter, and return. I'm going to call it return because people seem to think we're just going to release them anywhere. And that's right. not what we're going to do. Allows us to, and not me personally, but allows like the Canadian Animal Task Force to come in with a Van loads of vets are going to come mm-hmm. in, vet techs. They're going to gather them up. We're going to trap them humanely. Mm-hmm. We're going to spay and neuter them. And we're going to return them to the colony that they came from. And it goes beyond just spay and neutering. Like, they will get a checkup. Yeah. They will get a full uh, vaccination yeah. done. They're going to uh, get more vet time time yeah. than they've ever had yeah so they're going to be spayed and neutered they're going to get a long-lasting antibiotic right which yes. is key yes because when you return them to the colony you're returning them essentially back out into the wild because yes. that's what they are they're wild they're feral yes right? yeah um so we're going to give them that long-lasting antibiotic we're going to give them the ear tip so that we know they've been spay neutered mm-hmm. um the vet check they're going to get um their shots like they're going to get a full Full body workout, yes, for lack of a better term, yes, and then they're going to be returned. Now, in saying that, if you if you catch them early enough in their lives, so if they are still kittens, and you can can catch them, the chances are very good that they can be adopted out, yes, because they're young enough; they don't really know. Um, but if they are older and that cat colony is all that they know, chances are you won't be able to adopt them because you, it's like taking a wild animal and putting it in your house. Right. The The best that could happen is that animal be, could become a barn cat. Exactly. Or yeah, something along buddies, that yeah. line. So the barn yeah. buddies program, something along those lines would be great. Um, so yeah, so in effect, we trap humanely, neuter, and then return them to the colony that they um that they came from so that is what uh, trap neuter and return program is now if you've been following the news it's it's gotten a lot of press Mm -hmm. um people are are very much um on board with this it's a great opportunity to help these cats and it's also a great opportunity for us to help control the pet population so yes we need to do this and because i found out recently that a cat in her lifetime, first of all, she can have, if she's not spayed, she can have upwards of three to four litters a year. Oh, it's that many? It's that many. Oh, wow. Yeah, three for sure. She could have four, depending on where they live and right. where they're and all that. They're kind of right. separate. Um, but in her lifetime, so from birth until death, she can have upwards of 100 cats, 100 kittens. And that's one cat. Now you multiply that by, say, there's a hundred cats yeah. in the community that yeah. are living a homeless life or right. feral life. Yes. And you know, fifty percent of those are female. Yeah. Now means- you're now you're in the thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, yeah. over the course I can't of their do life. Very well, I, but I, I can't it's either. A lot. Right, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. So yeah, so that's what we were. Um, that's what we've been working on. So. They call me a change maker. The people in my office you, in my hallway, you are calling me a change maker, and you know it wasn't. It wasn't my intent to lead this when I posted that video. I was just really angry and pissed off. 
But now that I have and been doing the interviews and been doing the public appeals or whatever, um, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, this is this is something um, that needs to be done, and it, it's humane. Yes. As Andy McGrogan, Councillor McGrogan, said, it's the most humane option for these cats. 100%. They're going to get vet checked, which they probably have never done. No. Um, in their lives. So, for me, it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, we need to do something. So if I'm going to back up just a, a little bit and go to that Wednesday, that first encounter with these kittens, um, I said to the vet tech, you know, what do I do? She said, back off. The mother will come back for them. I got on my on the phone with all my little people in my group, and uh, one of the ladies went out, and in fact, they were gone when she got there, so we know that the mother had um, come back for them. But uh, it had rained that night. Torrential downpour mm-hmm. had happened in the south uh, part of Medicine Hat, and um, those kittens did not make it. Yes. And other kittens did not make it. Yes. So, you know, it, it takes an emotional uh, toll on people when they're constantly having to go out and, um, in a sense, you know, pick up uh, these dead kittens. And that's just something that we need to, um, I, you know, I get that it happens out rurally. And that's something totally different. But within a city, mm-hmm. within the city limits, that is, um, it's unacceptable. You know, it, it is unacceptable, and it actually comes back to being a responsible pet owner. Yeah. So. And even before we started recording, we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, now, there was some opposition yes. to the TNR program, yes, correct? Yes, there was. Yeah, so City Council, we went to one meeting. Um, the SPCA did a fantastic presentation yes. on what TNR is. Um, because there were some counselors that didn't know. Yeah, they weren't. Right. They they weren't familiar with the process. With the process, yeah. so we came in, um, and the SPCA did a fantastic presentation on what a TNR program looks like. Um, and then uh, one of the counselors uh, said, "Yeah, thanks for coming in and doing this, but I think maybe we should have somebody in with an opposing view." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Holy, are you kidding me?" Because for me, an opposing view would be that you come in and kill them all yeah euthanize them euthanize them all and that was not what we wanted so last week on the 21st of august somebody did come into city council um we were sitting there yes and did a presentation because they didn't feel that it was humane yes and this person was a vet tech possibly 20 or 30 years ago i'm not sure how long i would say former but i'm not 100 sure not 100 sure um and just presented that um and you know what that's okay i mean everybody's entitled to their opinion absolutely and um thankfully city council um saw the value yes in that um maybe they were also trying to save their political careers i don't know well, this has been like a hot oh, topic oh, throughout the city. Unbelievable. Like hugely yeah. hot topic. It is. So, you know, there might be a little of that sprinkled in. There might be. So, but, you know, from, from a humane point of view, the city has said, yes, we will allow a trap, neuter, return program mm-hmm. to take place in the city of Medicine Because before, you couldn't return them. If you found a cat. Yes. You took it home, you took it to the vet and had it spayed or neutered, you had to keep it. Yes. Right? Yes. So that was where the problem was. You couldn't return it. So now we can return it back to its colony because that's all it knows. Yes. Right? That's its home. That's like taking you from your home and then not bringing you back. Exactly. That's all you know is your home. Mm -hmm. So for us not to return them is... 
is inhumane. So we need to take them back right. and let them live out their life mm-hmm. um, as best that they can. So, yeah. And th- this isn't an overnight solution. No. This is a long-term mm-hmm. solution. So, yeah. you know, the return on investment isn't going to be seen probably in the first, I would say, two years. I'm going to say it's probably going to take five. Yeah, I would say it's going to take at least five years. So really, this is the long game in helping those colonies that are existing. Yeah. And and it's just going to be such a such a relief, not only for those who go out and feed them Mm -hmm. and and care for them. Yes. um, But on the shelters that that deal with these cats as well, there's so much trauma that comes with that. And I think a lot of people don't understand that is when you see animals in distress or in poor conditions and that sort of thing, it takes a toll on your psyche and Uh it takes a toll on your heart. And, you know, it's so important that there's resources and um, tools in place so People don't have to go through this. And, of course, the animals don't have to oh, go through this. You know, the shelters continuously um, are having animals just dropped off, mm-hmm. you know, in a box at the front door, hoping right. that the staff will see it when they come in. You know, and if they would just spay and neuter. Yes. Right? So then through all of this, then I also started, I do an article in the paper every Wednesday called Let's Chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week, um, coming out uh, tomorrow. Yes. August 30th, 30, yeah, August 30th, 30th. Yep. Um, is my um, my take on the whole spay and neuter thing. So why are people not spaying and neutering their pets? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm convinced a lot of what we're seeing in the feral cat colonies are drop-offs. Yes. They're not all just feral. No. So I'm convinced that people are just, they're dumping their animals. And we need to figure out why. Um, what is going on? Why are you not having your pet spay or neutered? Um, and I invite people, you know, that are listening, if you have chosen not to, can you just drop me a line and let me know? Is it because, um, you want to have kittens? Do you want to, is it because the cost of the vet is too high? Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't live near a vet. Um, you know, what are, what are the issues? What are the barriers that are preventing you from helping, uh, the pet population? Why are you ignoring what needs to be done? And by collecting this data, you can then look at the down or where there's um, voids in resources. Mm -hmm. And that's where shelters and the city and council and whoever needs to be involved can start looking at addressing those voids. Yeah. And is it an education piece? Like, do we we need to do education on... um, spay and neutering and i know that um in the city of medicine there is an option for um help on spaying and neutering but it's low cost income mm-hmm. so you have to qualify and prove that you qualify within a certain um income bracket mm-hmm. and then you may uh qualify for help uh in the cost of that but that is you know that's a small population right now. What about the rest of the population? Right. Why are they not spaying and neutering their pets? And through all of this, through this whole entire journey, it's amazing. Um, I had people come up to me. Don't know them. <laughs> you know, they'll come up to me. Are you, you know, Linda with the cats? Um, you know, they've seen my posts and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, and I'll, I'll have conversations with people in the superstore, you know, up and down the aisles or, you know, in the mall or whatever. And it's interesting because sometimes I can feel that people are looking at me and they're like, I know you. you. That girl. Yeah. Right? 
but they haven't, some of them haven't come up and talked to me yet. But, you know, I love to have conversations with people about this. It, this is something that um, uh, I'm very passionate about and I will, I will lead the charge. And we are so grateful that you are leading the charge. Well, thank you. You know, the animals need a voice and um, they found it in you. They found it in Linda Tooth, everybody. Oh, yes, which sake. is amazing. You know, I've always been told I have a voice. Yes. You need to use it. Well, so I think this is the, um, this is it. This is what I need to do. Yes. And at this point in my life, it just, it's taken, it's a priority. Absolutely. Trying to make the world a better place. Yes. And you know, mad props and huge shout out to everybody who looks after the Mm -hmm. cats in the colonies, everybody who signed the petition, everybody who, you know, came forward and showed support, uh, for the cats of our community because- You know, without that backing, you know, and without everybody's support, I don't know if we'd be here where we are today. I don't know if we would be. And I also I'd like to send a little shout out to a couple of friends of mine up in uh, Chestermere in Calgary who sent me some money. Yes. Uh, to help. They're both um, avid uh, pet people. And um, yeah, so I'm going out feeding Thursday. I'm pretty excited. Yes. That's going to be a little cooler thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but just anxious to see uh, what the cats are up to. And they always greet me when I pull up, and I love that. Isn't that wonderful? Doesn't that just fill your cup? It does. Now, is the GoFundMe still going on for well, the ladies? Thank you. That's a great question, Michelle. And I know that you have helped me with that. And I notice you're on your phone right now. I'm looking. <laughs> and if it's not, can we start it up again? I believe it's still active. Let me just go to the actual. She's the tech person, everybody. I'm like the behind the scenes. She is. That's where I like to be. Uh, yes, it's still active. Uh, so there is a GoFundMe that is connected to the group that's looking after the feral yes. cat population. Yeah. Uh, so you can donate. The campaign is called Help the Homeless Cats of Medicine Hat. Uh, we have seen some donations on there, but their goal is to raise $5,000. Not only will that go towards food, uh, it will go towards veterinarian costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will go towards shelter costs, yeah. anything along those lines. You know, so if you've got a spare dollar, spare 20 bucks, spare five bucks, whatever you can, definitely go on to GoFundMe and uh, support these cats because they could use your help. And I'm going to, I'll take a picture of that so I can remember and I'll put that on my social media as well too because people have been asking and... Um, yeah, it, it's just so important, and we're going to need to raise funds as well, too, mm-hmm. to help offset the cost of the TNR when they get down here. And, uh, yeah, so here we go, everybody. It's certainly, um, Alitic was a Pechacucha night. Right? That's all it took. Who knew? Who knew? Pechacucha, <laughs> thank you for being the catalyst of this game changer in the city of medicine. When I had that, when Judy and Glenn came up to me and Duncan's like, I'll just, I'll just sit down here. I'll, I'll be okay. I'll, I'll like, just, I'll just yeah. be over here. Yeah. yeah. He's fine. fine. Whatever. Um, but they really, you know, kudos to them for coming up to me. And, uh, that's really what got this whole thing, uh, going. So, you know what, everybody, you just never know. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. And, um, a big thank you to city council. Yes. It was a unanimous vote yes. across the board for second and third reading. And yeah. I, I think even first reading, but with the amendments, however, that worked out, you know, so thank you. Thank you for listening. 
Thank you for being open to discussions and uh, thank you for making changes that are going to help the community. Yeah, for sure. So thank you very much. And I did go out on social media and thanked him as well, too. Fantastic. Um, so, uh, yeah. So that's where we're at, everybody. Well, it's been an eventful it's, summer. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's been an emotional, it's been an emotional journey, but it's been a great journey. It has. Um, I've met lots of great people. I'm yes. helping the cats, which I think is important. And there's more stuff to come. There is more to come. Yeah. So stay tuned. I think we should leave it there. And uh, we'll have more, more updates as this kind of un- unravels. Oh, my God, that's 24 minutes. I could talk for another 24. All right, what do you want to talk well, about? Well, I don't know, but i got to go have supper. i got a meeting at 6. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, everybody, thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye.